everyone. My name is Jack and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. Day 15. And I have decided that I'm going to start preparing the title for my episodes in advance so that I can talk about it. And the title for today's episode is that I found the treasure trove, which is a giant list of all the open source iOS projects on GitHub. And this list is huge. Uh, and it's everything that I could possibly need in terms of access to example code, demo apps, templates. Um, and if I look at enough of them, I can, I can deduce common practices, common architectures. And it's just such a huge resource. Um, so I found the treasure trove <laughs> and that is, that is on GitHub. I've also decided that I'm going to rename top tip to Jack's hack because it rhymes and I am Jack and these are hacks. <laughs> so Jack's hack for today is if you need accountability, why don't you do a podcast just like this? I, um, I know that I struggle with accountability sometimes and I do my best to, to implement systems where if I, if I need accountability, then I will tell people that, you know, I'm trying to do this thing and I, I could use some help or, um, I could just, you know, if you could just like check up on me or listen to me talk about it, um, that would really help with accountability. And I also use wages as well. This is something that I've been doing for years and years. If I really, if I want discipline, then, you know, uh, a, a wager to someone else with money on the line is a really strong form of accountability. And so I use that as well. Um, but if you don't have anyone, then broadcasting your voice to the internet in the form of a podcast, I'm finding to be a really strong form of accountability. And one of the reasons why, there's a few different reasons why it's a strong form, but one is one of them is that it's, it's obvious if I've gone off track, if I've deviated off track, because I said that I would podcast every day for 90 days and I called the podcast Dev90X. Uh, so it's all about being consistent for 90 days and launching an app in 90 days. So if I miss a day, it's really obvious. And that's a very strong form of accountability for me. I really, really don't want to miss a day. Um, and that means that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be consistent. Pro probably a lot more consistent had I not done the podcast. Um, even though I did tell people what I'm doing and I have, have spoken about it, um, with this in place, it's... It just takes it up to another level. So if you're thinking of doing a challenge or learning a new skill or pivoting in your career or something, I, I would really encourage you to do a 90-day podcast and just call it whatever you want to do. Like if, let's say, you want to do yoga, call it Yoga 90X Challenge or something like that. Or if you want to you know, change your career, call it like, career pivot 90x challenge. <laughs> I don't know. But um, if you podcast about your journey every day, it will definitely keep you on track. So that's Jack's hack for today. 
progress report. As always, it's been just one day and it feels like the time is absolutely flying. But one of the great things is that I'm doing a podcast every day. So I really feel like I need to have something to, to talk about. And that's pushing me forward a lot faster uh, and a lot more directly than otherwise. Um, I was actually just in the hour before recording this, I was, I was just hunting for something that I could, that I could have as, as, as like a, an achievement or like a step forward, something that I can um, deliver to the audience as a step forward, a piece of progress. Because I just feel bad if I don't have a little bit of progress. Even if it's just a tiny, tiny bit of progress each and every day, I, I feel like what's the point of doing a podcast? And so that's another reason why this podcast is helping me out a lot. And so I do actually have a bit of progress. I did manage to get a little bit of progress in that, in that one hour before, which is that I, I loaded up my very first app through Xcode onto my iPad and I ran it. And this was surprisingly easy. All I needed to do was grab a USB-C cable, connect it from my MacBook Air USB-C port to my iPad USB-C port, load up Xcode, and then in Xcode, you can select where you want to build the app for. And as soon as I plugged it into my iPad, it at first it asked me if I want to trust this computer and stuff like that. Um, but then after I did, after I went through the screens, it appeared as an option, as a build target in Xcode in the dropdown. So you've got like all your emulators for all your different iOS devices like iPod Touch, iPhone, like every different version. And you can build for the emulator and it'll just pop up on your screen as a device emulator, um, which is great. Except, except that my app uses the camera API. So it doesn't work in the emulator. It's the emulator is actually useless for my app. And um, that means that I need to build, build it on an actual device. And so this was a, a core piece of progress that I needed to do is to get something working, to get, to get something working on, on an actual device so I can access the camera API. I did a bit of research into this and interestingly, Android Studio allows you to access the webcam camera through your device when you're using an emulator. So that's something that Apple hasn't done and maybe intentionally to get people who want to build for iOS uh, devices to actually buy an iOS device as well, um, which is a pretty smart business move, if you ask me. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to. I've got the iPad here. Uh, so that's, that is lucky for me. I was a little bit, little bit skeptical and dubious when I did buy the iPad. Um, the reason I bought the iPad is because I needed to put my MacBook Pro in for repairs. And at the time, I was really motivated to um, work on my blog. And so I kind of just used that as an excuse to buy the iPad Pro. Um, and I, I did all the math. I, I, did all the, I ran all the numbers to see, all right, if, if my laptop's in, in for repairs for this many days and I could potentially have this many hours of productivity, if I buy the iPad, then each hour of productivity is worth, worth this much. Anyway, I, like, <laughs> I convinced myself that it was worth it. And um, in the end, it's not really that, that important to have two different devices. However, having said that, overall, it has, 
been worth it i would say like if you can afford to have both then and you are and you are developing apps then i i i guess if you have an iphone it doesn't matter but i didn't have an iphone so overall i've i've kind of got use out of the ipad which i'm which i'm happy about anyway enough of that i have uh yeah i've built my first app on the ipad and it worked and i'm super happy about that i found the the mother load of treasure in github the open source library of open source ios apps uh and there's a lot there's a lot of them so i've got all that um i found some more resources code with chris seems to be great seems to be an awesome dude uh does a lot of tutorials on youtube and he's got his own tutorial platform where he sells premium stuff premium tutorials and programs and coaching i guess uh and then also ray wenderlich is the other one that sells premium courses premium tutorials um and i found a really awesome resource on ray wenderlich which is a tutorial that's up to date so very recent that's using all the same uh vision apis it's a computer vision app tutorial and i think it'll basically take me through the entire process of building out my my prototype it's using hand gestures and it's like a game for hand gestures but i think i'll be able to modify it so that i can build out a very simple version of my own prototype just following this tutorial which brings me to my next point which is that i was really like unsure about what the next step forward should be based on the strategy uh, and the strategy is to build my prototype as soon as possible the problem is i don't know how to i don't i don't understand ios development i've never done it before i'm new to xcode i'm new to this whole developer environment and um i i basically need to learn some new skills before i'm able to to do that so the the inclination is to just go do tutorials and then you can kind of get the basics down and then you can start but you know this is always kind of uh kind of unnecessary actually and even though like in my mind i'm like no 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 it's definitely helpful to do tutorials but then when i think all right what's the fastest way to get to the goal that i'm trying to get to and that would be to find tutorials that are that are specifically tutoring me on how to do exactly what i'm trying to do not just how to do generic things or general things like build a to-do list app or you know build a login flow or you know those things are useful because they teach you the basics but but what if you could find a tutorial that teaches you how to do exactly what you're trying to do and yeah that to me is is obviously a better option and so i'm glad that i held out on just jumping into tutorials because i did find this tutorial that teaches me exactly how to do what i'm trying to do so with that combined with apple's demo app uh which currently still doesn't build for any device and i'm trying to understand these error codes and understand why the why the swift compiler cannot compile apple's apple's code that they delivered as an example um i get that you can't build it for an emulator because this is a computer vision app and it needs the camera api 
but I also couldn't even build it. I mean, it just doesn't compile. So, uh, and there's like a, quite a few different errors. One of them is, you know, editor placeholder in source file. So it seems like there's some kind of generic editor placeholder code in one of the source files. Although when I go to the error, it doesn't, doesn't look like there is any placeholder code. Um, and then I've got cannot find game board detector in scope. So it's looking for a game board detector variable in this current scope of this function and it can't find it. And then I've got value of type any has no member alignment transform. Uh, so there's a variable that has not had a type declared to it like integer or float or string. And so it's got a type any and it has no member alignment transform. I don't know. I don't understand that bit. Um, but it's got some recommendations here where I can just like, it'll just automatically configure the code to get around that error. So it'll say cast any to any object or use as exclamation point to force downcast to a more specific type to access members. And it'll just like, if you just click it, it'll just like change the code. It's got like this fix button. Um, I tried that. And then it just has another error and then it's like fix and then another error and then fix and then it just jumbles up the code just to be like a completely different thing. And then obviously it's going to have, it's not going to work. Um, so that doesn't work. Uh, then I've got value of type any has no member top level contours. So same error, just a different, different variable. And then I've got argument pass to call that takes no arguments. Cool. So there's like quite a lot of errors in this, in this demo app. Um, and I don't know. I've I've tried to find like is this a thing? Are other people seeing the same thing? But couldn't find anything. A little bit annoying. Uh, I really want to really want to get this demo app up and running. Uh, so that I guess that is my my next goal to get the demo app up and running because that'll teach me a little bit about debugging and and probably I'll understand some new things uh, in the process of doing that. I also discovered. CocoaPods is basically the same as NPM for iOS apps. Uh, obviously not as big. There's only like 80,000 or something libraries as opposed to over a million for NPM. But it's pretty much the same. You have like a, a pods file, which is like your, your dependencies or your package.json file. And you run install CocoaPods and it'll just download those those files and put them into your app project directory. Very similar, very similar process. So that's a nice little translation over from web development. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. My strategy right now is to get the vision and action app running on my iPad, uh, research every error that comes up to try and understand errors a little bit better and complete the tutorial from raywenderlich.com about the using using the hand gestures to create a game um so that is it for today i'm actually a uh, life update i'm i am going to uluwatu today to check out a party i haven't I haven't been to a party in a long time now so this will be this will be fun and then tomorrow I am taking a day off 
and having a rest day at the Istana in Uluwatu, which is like sauna, steam room, pool, spa, and biohacking. Uh, so yeah, I will still podcast tomorrow as I do every day, but I may not have much to talk about. So I'll just find something, try and find something different to talk about. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I will catch you tomorrow.